27th year in January 2024. Find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com. Next on News for the Soul, Wolf Wellness with Kelly Wolf. Kelly is a clairvoyant, sound therapist, and acupuncturist. Her goal is to educate her clients about the frequency-based reality we live in, thereby empowering them to shift, heal, and enrich their lives through their own personal power. Please welcome Kelly Wolf back to News for the Soul. Happy New Year, Kelly. Welcome back. Happy New Year, Nicole. Thank you so much. And Happy New Year to all the listeners. So... Today, I have the amazing Kim Fontaine on the show. Uh, Kim is absolutely amazing. She is a clairvoyant and a medium, and her skills have been attuned over a lifetime and have served to deepen and support her own purpose and healing journey. So as a child, Kim developed her mediumship and intuitive skills, but didn't always understand what to do with them. So for many years, she tried to place these natural abilities aside, But, however, um, as she tried to do that, it became increasingly more difficult to deny who she was authentically. So now Kim spends her time offering intuitive and mediumship readings and emotional intelligence education. She co-hosts the Neo-Narcissism Podcast and is completing her therapeutic counseling license in the next couple of months with her goal to continue to offer support connection, targeted growth and healing for her clients. And um, I can tell you firsthand, uh, she is amazing. I I have had readings from her and uh, she is just incredible. So I'm really excited to have her on today. Welcome, Kim. Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much. It's a very flattering intro. Thank you. (laughs) How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Um, So, um, so, Kim, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how you kind of came out of that metaphysical closet? I love that. I love that term. Yes, coming out <laughs> of the metaphysical closet. That's great. Um, yeah, I think this can happen for a lot of us. Um, so my experience historically is this This came about quite naturally um, through my family line. My My mom also would have experiences, although kept it really just within the family. Uh, She didn't pursue that in any way, uh, but it was part of our family conversations a bit. Now, her her experiences were always quite impactful and purposeful and and in moments when she needed support. So I was quite young when this would start to happen for me as well. And I would start out as a kid sort of hearing voices and feeling people around me and knowing information or knowing things are going to happen before they happen. Very common to what a lot of people would experience. I remember waking up quite annoyed at the like hearing conversations that were happening or that they were trying to talk to me. 
but not having anybody around. So one of the big sort of moments for me as a kid was uh, when my grandfather passed. And I wasn't allowed to attend the funeral, partly because, well, really because my, my family was just trying to be protective and thought it would be too emotionally of an, an intense experience. So that night, I saw him and felt him sitting on the edge of my bed and just talking to me and comforting me and, and letting me know that how thin that veil really is between us and the other world or the other side. So part of really the beginning of it, I would say that was one of the early, more impactful experiences, but I didn't ever really talk about it. So over time, that became quite difficult. I found it quite difficult. I think, you know, part of what I wanted to share about this was that I think a lot of, a lot of people experience this, and maybe it'll help some of our listeners who also have uh, these experiences, is that over time it got really difficult for me to navigate feeling like I had one foot in this world and trying to have these what felt like surface experiences and one foot in another world in this sort of mediumship intuitive skill set. So I just had to shut it down. It was too emotionally challenging to carry all of the information that was available and sitting there. And I would store that information in my body. Frankly, I mean, it just makes, it makes a person sick. It made me sick. Uh, and it made it difficult for me to feel like I was authentically navigating my relationships, which is true because I wasn't really, because I wasn't showing up. So I, I just, it just became quite frankly intolerable. So because it's part of my natural design, I just needed to allow it to be present again. And I think that was really part of the biggest learning for me was this is naturally how, well, I think we are all designed to experience this type of information. Some of us just may be a little bit more aligned with that in terms of how we serve. So because it's part of my natural design, I just, I couldn't hold the door closed anymore to that closet. So that's why. Uh, so then it, it started, I just had to allow it to be present again and allow people to see more of who I am. That's beautiful. And there is a lot to be said about authenticity. The, the frequency of authenticity actually allows all that abundance that's always flowing to us to come in. And I think many people who have, have uh, you know, opened themselves up to their more authentic self would agree with that. So, all right. So, hey, Kim, would you like to take a, a caller? For sure. Yeah, I would love to. All right. All right, Nicole, we're ready when you are. Okay. Uh, we're having a forward bit glitchy. We've got one that managed to stick on. 415, what's your first name? Where are you calling in from? Uh, hi, this is Anne in Colorado. Anne. Hi. Hi, Anne. Hi. Okay. All right, Kim. She is all yours. So, Anne, do you have a question for Kim? Um, what kind of questions is Kim taking? Is she doing re- mediumship readings? So I'm not sure what the format is. Well, what would I, you like I mean, to do, Kim? I can do mediumship or intuitive readings. 
today. Oh, wonderful. Um, sure. Yeah. I would like to uh, connect, and I don't know if I can tell you one person or just say anyone who'd like to give me a message. Well, I think for the convenience of time and for um, other callers, because lots of people can be coming through, is if you have somebody specific in mind you'd like to um, connect with or have a question for or get a message from, then um, that might just be a little bit more in service of what you need today. So I would like to hear um, two people come to mm-hmm. mind. Sometimes they come in together. Uh, a friend, Paul, who died young when we were in high school, and my dad's dad or my grandfather, Al. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Paul's got a pretty strong uh, personality. Um, yeah. So he's uh, he's coming through quite uh, loud and um, really like front and back. So yeah. he very much <laughs> you, he feel he's a gatherer of people. So I feel like oh. um, when he was here, he was the person that was um, pulling, like he was the center, right? So he'd be pulling everybody together. Um, and making sure everybody was really taken care of. Like, you want to make sure everybody was yeah. happy, everybody's doing okay, um, putting himself somewhat in the in the background that time of, of uh-huh. that in terms of, um, it mattered whether other people were, were okay more so than it mattered whether he was okay. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, big loving heart, quite a, quite carried, quite, um, like an outward joyful presence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He didn't burden people. Yeah, he didn't. Has this message of for himself of that, that he had carried when he was here that he didn't want to burden people with um, with his own heaviness. So he didn't always lean on people a lot. He was more people that the one that people would lean on. Um, so his presence, it really feels like part of his message today when I'm sort of talking to him about like what that is there something like a specific thing he wants to say to you and it's really about this about this like allowing it feels like it's a message about allowing more joy oh so if there's a sense for you of withholding um your vibrancy and enthusiasm for life that he's sort of showing up to, ah, he feels quite, there's a little bit of emotion attached to that for him. So, yeah. um, to, to like that, it's, it's okay to be louder in your joy. Nice. How does that resonate with you? Um, yeah, definitely. I think in the past, I um, dampened that. Mm-hmm. Because um, people would say, like I was immature, you know, you know, like I have a real childlike um, joy, and I appreciate little things. And so, probably in my younger years, people would just kind of look at me weird for doing that. And you know, mm-hmm. now I'm much older, so I guess I, you know, I don't care now. But those kind of things. Um, you know, so I guess stuck in my past. 
mm-hmm. a little bit of sensitivity to that. Yeah. I feel like there's some awareness when you're expressive in that way of being a bit sensitive to how other people are taking it. Yeah, like in like teenage yeah. years. And when I knew him, like when I knew him in yeah. teenage twenties, then I was very enthusiastic, and it, you know, it wasn't cool to be that act yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's really recognizing that. I mean, I think that's part of the fingerprint of the connection between you guys and um, that shared love, that shared experience. Yeah. Um, he's quite. He's very present. So I don't think that I feel like he's sort of saying, "Well, she knows I'm around a lot." Um, he's yeah. very, he's very, um, he's very involved. Oh, that's so, good to hear. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, you know, when you feel like he, you can tell when he's a little bit more present. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you have something specific for Paul that you wanted to ask? Um, is he around... Is he uh, helping me find a new mate coming in? <laughs> Does he have advice for me meeting someone, the next person? <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Hmm. Well, it's funny because he's he's being very sweet about it, and he's kind of showing like, well, she's mine actually. So I signed my. But I know he's very, very high standards, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> be somebody good. Yeah, protective. Yeah, so he's got his. He's showing me like he's got his arms around you. Like she's mine. Um, <laughs> so there's. Uh, uh, it's not so much that he has a hand in. Um, in a new connection, but there is, like, you're. Do you feel like you're right on the crest of this of a new relationship? It feels uh-huh. like it's very present for you. Um, yeah, like I feel like it's literally around the corner. So he's watching. Um, oh, he doesn't, it. he doesn't have any objections to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> red flags to this connection, but there is one like you're right on the crest of it, and it feels like you know you like you know that this is about to happen. You feel really prepared. And it kind of a hesitant, like, scary way, like in the sense of sometimes it's scary when we know that that connection is going to be, like, so fulfilling that it, we get scared of losing it. Wow. Um, Before it starts. Yeah. Before it starts. So um, do you have that sense about it? Yeah. Yeah, I've been having dreams. Mm. And, yeah, yeah. Like somebody like is working. working. In the I'm sorry. Say that again. I said it's not just like a dream. It's almost like somebody is with me in the room, but not a bad feeling. But you know, really physical closeness already. Yes. You, yeah. You, yeah. Very familiar already. Um, it feels like you've manifested this person. You've put, you've put effort in to say uh-huh. this is who. This is who this is who I need or who I'm open to that allows your own flourishing and thriving. Oh, that's great. I thought that. I didn't have those nice words to it, but yes, that's wonderful. Yeah, I'm very excited for you. It's um 
I mean, it feels like, so my timelines, I always give people the, a caveat around timelines. Yeah, no, no, thank right. you. I don't, I don't like any. So that's great. Great. Okay. Um, yeah. So soonish. All right. Thanks so much. much. I feel great about that. And that was a very clear reading. Oh, you're welcome. Um, thank you so much. Uh, Paul's really fun to connect with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks great. for calling in. Uh, so guys, we uh, have broken the switchboard. We've got to um, actually all hang up and call back in again. <laughs> it's completely broken. <laughs> oh, no. But I'm glad we got to your call, Anne. Um, and uh, keep in touch. Let us know how it goes. So you start the show. Everybody hang up. And uh, we'll do this again in 30 okay. seconds. Do you call back in? Yes, please. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. 